Take ORFM Dunedin with you wherever you go with podcasts and streaming of primo local content. Download the accessmedia.nz app for free from Google Play and the Apple App Store. This programme was first broadcast on ORFM Dunedin and made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Welcome to Real-Time Resilience, Coping During COVID-19. We join Dr Denise Quinlan and Dr Lucy Hone, co-directors of the New Zealand Institute of Wellbeing and Resilience, plus invited experts as they share tips to look after your mental health and well-being during this time. Hello and welcome to Real-Time Resilience. Today we're talking about how we can help parents cope with looking after children in lockdown and when they're learning from home. I'm Dr. Denise Quinlan, and with me today is friend and colleague Anna Mowat. Anna is lead content creator with Sparklers, and actually one of the original Sparklers, and it will be fair to say, general all-round goddess. Now, Anna is um, currently out of Peel Forest with some reasonably sketchy internet, so if her reception comes and goes a little bit, we will just cope with that because real is better than perfect. Kia ora, Anna, and welcome. Kia ora, Denise. Thank you for that beautiful intro. I'm, I'll, I'll try and live up to some of it. <laughs> Look, it's just great to be with you today. And I have to say, I have been looking at the Sparklers resources in the last week and just loving them. And, you know, we've known Sparklers for some time as Sparklers as a fantastic resource for teachers. But what you've done now with Sparklers at Home is really shared all that information with parents. And it's, it always seems to be in really relatable, great, easy ways. So thank you, first of all. Oh, thank you. I'm um, yeah. I'm pleased you're enjoying it. It's um, it was fast work, that's for sure. Um, but we were really keen in this to um, support teachers to in turn support their families' whānau tamariki at home. We know that that must feel like a big responsibility for them, and so we wanted to just try and make that as easy as possible. Yeah, yeah. So, so let's talk first. Um, today, let's talk a little bit about. Um, First of all, coping at home as a parent. And then, and then we'll move on to, you know, the high diving board, which is coping with children learning from home when school gets back. Um, but to start off, in terms of coping for, in lockdown as a parent, um, what's, your, what's your advice to parents out there? Um, I would say... As you say, um, let go of perfection. Yeah. Um, Recognise that these are really interesting times and really trying times that will just constantly be changing depending on the weather and the mood and what's coming across our social media feeds and what our children need at any given moment. And... um, just yeah uh, you know allow everything to to um just be very loose um uh yeah recognize that's um yeah recognize that we need to i don't know uh, 
<laughs> yeah, it's like, and, and that we all get to points where we've worked all day and looked after people. And if you reach a moment where words don't come, that's good too. Yeah. And I told you Anna is on some sketchy, uh, some sketchy internet. And she, are you still with us? Yeah, I am. Hang on, sorry. Excuse me. So we know that we, we need to really lower the bar and be flexible. Yeah. That it's not going to be pretty. It's not going to be perfect. And the more that we can embrace that, the better. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I mean, there's some things that, um, you know, like, you know, I think that we go through that. We went through an initial kind of honeymoon period and for me, parenting too, um, what I'm noticing is that as, you know, there's kind of a few more things happening, work's getting a little bit busier than it was last week, and, um, you know, and I'm noticing, you know, um, stress levels. I'm here with my dad, who's not well, and, you know, today he and I have had words, um, and, and you know, the, you know, and we need to about, think about the things that we can just do in those moments. Recognize them. Go, oh yeah, you know, th- th- this is this is not feeling so good. Um, and recognize that we can do things in those moments to just take ourselves away and and recharge. Um, you know, change our mood slightly. Those sorts of things. Going outside is one uh, for me. Um, uh, Going to the toilet to escape children sometimes that can be helpful. Um, yeah, any of those we those little things that, that we can just call upon that we know is doing it, just going to freshen us up. I suppose. Yeah. And I think I think that's really important. The idea of first of all making a list of I, I think of them as my early warning signs. What are the signs that I'm getting a bit more frustrated, getting a bit more frazzled? that my cup is emptying and I'm not going to be coping so well. So having a list of my signs and then in parallel having another list of the tiny and longer breaks that help me cope. Yesterday, interestingly enough, I thought really hard about this because I knew I had a tough day coming at me in terms of um, what I needed to get done. And I went to the VIA strengths, via strengths, and... um, thought really hard about which ones I needed to dial up. Um, that was actually really useful. Um, nice. And actually in Sparklers at home, we have included um, Discover My Strengths in it. For that reason, because what we tried to do inside of those activities is have it be family learning rather than teaching our children something. Yeah. Uh, because the strategies in there aren't just for kids, they're for all of us. I really like that. And so for people who aren't familiar with the strengths, they are, um, the VIA strengths are a classification of 24 strengths that have been universally valued over time. And so what Anna is saying, she went and looked at them and thought, so I've got these strengths. Which ones am I going to choose to use and which ones will help me? And can I ask you, which ones did you, did you gravitate towards? I gravitated towards curiosity. I needed to, um, you know, I was in a bit of um, an irritable mood and I 
needed to be listening more to people and um, and understanding where they were coming from. Um, and so, yeah, that was one that's, I, that was the one that I sort of grasped um, for the day. And it really worked, actually. It really worked. I needed to remind myself sometimes. Um, but it meant that instead of me arcing up, it meant that I could come at it with, okay, cool, so 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 let, let me get this straight um, and, and be sort of naive in it again yeah. rather than feeling like I had to know all the answers. And, um, gosh, the name has fallen out of my head now. Uh, American national treasure from Harvard who's done all the work on mindfulness and mindlessness um, and the one about turning the clock back, oh, I'll find it later. But one of her, um, one of her sort of simplest things she says, that is um, a question that brings us all back to the present moment and helps us be mindful is, what's new and different here? Mm. And I That's love that. Beautiful. That's really beautiful, yeah. And it's especially useful for parents, I think, because when we find ourselves in that space where we're thinking, here we go again, not more of this. Mm. Yeah, and when we're in this kind of space where, you know, I'm seeing memes across my feeds, at the social media feeds at the moment, where it says there's no such thing as Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday anymore. It's all this day, that day, the other day, this day. Um, and because but we're, we're losing track of time and that um, and it does you know it is starting to feel mundane that's a lovely way to um, kind of re-engage um, with our world eh? yeah I think it is I think mm. it really is looking for especially when you're parenting very small children and they want you to come and play again you know it's like, right <laughs> I think, you know, my son is 22, and I think I can still recite The Little Yellow Digger. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's true, it's true. Actually, one of the things I've been doing recently with the books that, because I've got a five-year-old who keeps coming at me with the same books as well, and one of the things that, you know, we know in terms of, you know, this time is that, you know, emotions might run high. And um, with the very boring books, um, I will, rather than read any of the words, study the pictures for emotions just to, you know, just to, you know, amp up um, building her emotional literacy. <laughs> and it's keeping you interested in the yeah. book. It keeps me present, and but the interesting thing too is that that's where she is. She can't read yet. She's in the pictures, so it's nice to be there with her. Um, yeah, oh, lovely. Yeah, well, I think that's you know another another strategy that I know has been important for me, and I don't know where it fits in the sparklers resources, but it was finding something that I really like doing with my kids, so that I'm not just showing up and dialing it in, that I'm really there having fun with them. Yeah, that's really key in terms of sparklers at home. I mean, one of the things we say to teachers and, uh, with regard to sparklers is do the try, try the activity that you know you can do and feels okay for you. And that's exactly the same for parents. Try, go through, try the one that speaks to you um, in order that it engages you more, you want to give it a go, 
you're not just, you know, um, you know, you're you're not just there, you know, abiding time. You're actually present and in the moment because that's where the magic happens. Yeah, yeah. And where where we get to come closer and enjoy each other and learn stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So there'll be that, you know, there's those those. I'm not one of them, unfortunately. Those active parents that want to be out on the lawn. Um, kicking the ball around, doing hopscotch, those sorts of things. So there's there's those sorts of activities in there, and then there's the more craft type activities in there for for those parents, and then there's the the um, kind of more mindful, quieter activities. Um, so so hopefully, hopefully, parents can go. Actually, I can try that one. That that one will feel okay for me. And I know I've been looking at the sparklers list of staying grounded and feeling good activities and I love the variety that you've got you know there's the cards the talking book lie on the lawn and I know it is really challenging because when when what you want to do is quite different from what your kids want to do um we we struggle with that sometimes. Like I, I've got a daughter who, God love her, was born into a family where everybody's really happy on Boxing Day to sit down with their books and not speak to each other for about three days. And, <laughs> and my daughter just like, remember her saying to me one Christmas Day, you didn't get me an activity. You know I need an activity. You know, and so I love that there are things here for everybody. And, and I guess... I'm somebody who's um, not so much got the, the, the big energy, go out and wrestle on the grass. Yeah. But, but I'm wondering, you know, one of the things that might be useful for parents is to think about, so if your kids really want you to go and play with them and run around, what's the hour of the day when that's going to be most feasible, plausible, or possibly even enjoyable? You know, and to think about our timing. Yeah, that's right. And to be gentle on ourselves anyway, because we're tired. Um, and so if we can manage that stuff, um, f- find a good time to do it in order that we enjoy it at its maximum, totally. I think, you know, when you say that, I think really the lower the bar and be kind is really important. And I'm, as you say that, I'm thinking, gosh, you know, it's kind of almost a, uh, one of those things we talk about that you know you get these dads who will come in and do the play on the grass and mums cooking and doing the jobs and fixing things and it's like really especially if you're on your own with your kids at the moment um bake beans on toast and time for play no kid's gonna go i remember one day during lockdown we had, we only had baked beans yeah that's right it's exactly right. It's funny that, the, like, you know, p- parents are really concerned about the amount of time that their kids are spending on screens at the moment. But in some ways, screens are our respite right now. So we need we need to let that go. We, you know, and I guarantee that my five year old old won't remember the time that she's, you know, the endless hours uh, that she's spent on a screen, what she'll remember is the walks around the garden with me and finding the toadstools with the red tops that we haven't seen before. And 
going out and feeding the calves with my nephew. Um, you know, all she'll remember the experiences of this time more than she'll remember those kind of, um, you know, the stuff that we worry about. And I bet as well, the other piece in there is that she won't be remembering rows about screen time. She won't be remembering what, sorry, Denise? She won't be remembering rows. Like very often if, if, if we allow screen time to be a real source of angst in the family, then after lockdown, that's the thing our kids will remember, the big fights over screen time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And I th- yeah, and yeah, well, I, I mean, we say be kind, be kind, be kind, um, and I'm hearing that message a lot. It's a beautiful message. It's a, a very social message, and I'm totally backing it. But the one person that we need to be kind to is ourselves as well in this, um, particularly when we're parents and we've got a lot going on. And, um, you know, and it's forgiving ourselves for, for allowing the endless screen time. It's okay. It's okay. If we do, we, we, all we need to do right now is an okay job. Absolutely. And we love it anyway. <laughs> I hear, my daughter said something about having, she's at university and she's got an assignment or a test. And I was like, we're in lockdown. C's get degrees. The bar is absolutely lowered. You do what you're able to and that's good enough. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I guess um, we're, we're kind of moving over into the whole area of supporting, supporting young people in their learning from home. Um, do you want to talk a bit more about that? No. What do I want to talk about now? I suppose Sparklers at Home was developed in many ways because we know that well-being looking after our well-being at this time is going to be really important and we wanted to ensure that people could do that in a fun way so there's so there's that there but we also um know that in terms of well-being some kind of routine is is um a good thing um a loose a loose guide for the day um and so one of the first activities on sparks at home is a diy printer free planner um that our designer Molly has put together. And then she, in her own home, I think she gets her mother to record it on her phone, um, her making the planner, and children can make it with her. Um, And included on that planner is also a place for the parents as well. And she talks through how at different times you and your uh, mum or dad will be doing something different, just like your teacher isn't with you all the time or isn't overseeing your work all the time, neither will your parent. And it's, from, from my golden rule in terms of home learning is, um, for me and my kids, it's what do what we can do. And if it's not fun, none of us are going to take part. Yeah. And, and I know just from a psychological perspective, we know that positive emotion supports better brain functioning and learning. We don't learn when we are tired, grumpy, scared, or ashamed. And so if parents are supporting well-being, that's the single most important thing that a parent can do to support learning. Yeah, and I think parents, you know, I, I think be guided by teachers because, you know, they know what they're doing and they know your kids well as, you know, and what, you know, what they're capable of. Um, 
but I but you know don't yet underestimate yourself. Kids are learning from us all the time. If we you know if we we're you know if we're cooking with them, they're learning in that experience. If if they're folding washing with us, they're learning in that experience. If they're you know um you know gardening with us, so we don't have to be so formal in this. Um, there's a beautiful thing somebody shared with me a week ago, and it was a timetable of learning from home. And it was learning to use mechanical equipment, in brackets, vacuuming. <laughs> learning, learning safe handling of chemicals, in brackets, cleaning. <laughs> was, you know, and then and physical exercise was another round of vacuuming. And, you know... <laughs> Perfect. There's, there's so many different things. We're always learning and we're always role modeling and teaching as parents anyway, aren't we? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, um, go um, ahead. No, sorry. It's all right. You go. I'm just, as you're talking about learning from home and the planner, I really love it, Anna. And I want to tell you about um, an experience we had about, I don't know, it must be 10 or 11 years ago now, we were going to, we were going traveling for a month and I'm, I'm down the not very organized, super fluid end of the spectrum. And my daughter's down the organized structured end of the spectrum. And we hadn't really realized it. And a friend of mine said um, at the time, who's like my daughter, she said to me, I remember my parents going away from home once and um, they they, they didn't give me a calendar, and I really would have needed one. And so we made my daughter a planner for the month we were going to be away and filled in on it where we were going to be each day. Mm-hmm. And in the end, she was the only person who had the plan and was in charge. And any time we needed to know where we were going next, she was the one who knew it. Mm-hmm. And we didn't need structure, but she did. And yeah. so... I think that's really important to understand within our own households that I might be happy to be loose goose, but one of my kids might really need the structure of the day planner and some predictability. Yeah, that's right. That's a beautiful example, Denise, of you playing to your strengths and using your daughter as that, as the you know, as the. Um, you know the the the, the holder of um, of information in terms of where would you where you would be um, yeah and I would yeah I would definitely say that as well we're all different we're all different parents as well some of us will be very structured and some of us won't be um, and inside of our homes you know that that will certainly be and I we do you know we do get um, you know, I know I've been talking to parents, you know, of teenagers and I have a 15-year-old myself and I think that, you know, one, one of my friends was saying that her children, her teenagers have basically become nocturnal <laughs> during this time. <laughs> um, and, you know, and... <sighs> But we're we're only we're only it's only a short period of time when you know if, you know we need to be guided by you know each other's sort of rhythms and ways of of working and being and have it be okay you know um, and you know and what what is the blooming point of fighting up against it There's honestly there's no point absolutely no point. And you know that they're not the only one. All over the country, there are parents going, oh, my God, thank goodness, it's not just us. 
I know. That's a lovely thing when a, a parent honestly talks about how things are for them and it and it resonates with you and 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 we don't feel alone in it because it, it surprises me so much that there's so many of us parenting and so many parents feeling alone it just it doesn't make sense yeah and i think you know so as we're we've only got a couple of minutes left so i wanted to just um to check out kind of where you are on this you know I'm thinking about the parents whose lives are already very structured and that's the way they are and that's the way they run their homes as opposed to the parents who are the superfluid surfers of chaos. Um, and that this obviously isn't the time to ask anyone to change who they are. No, it's not at all. For the, it's going to be tough for the highly structured right now, um, and and I don't and I I, I think it's important that during the, and and they may not recognise that about themselves either. Um, but my guess is that is this is, if this is feeling really stressful, if this time is feeling really stressful it's likely that you're one of those highly structured people that I greatly admire and would love to be like but can't and don't. Um, but I'm wondering whether or not this is a time to practice, practice letting go of some of that stuff in order that it reduces stress. Mm-hmm. Um, just little things, uh, dressing to precision or um, uh, working for shorter blocks of time. Um because because that that will be important for um, kind of uh, keeping keeping the household calm, I think too. And I think that's such an important point that that our our primary role is keeping the household calm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and the, on the other, you know, on the other side of that spectrum, um, what might be interesting for those people that um, are very loose. Um, that may also be causing some stress because you know they're, they're you know it, it, you know it might be kind of feeling much more out of control. So it might again it might be a chance to just practice putting some routine in to place. Um, practice getting involved in your kids' um, home learning and 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 see and just see just see what difference it makes. But that's the kind of that's the sort of magic that we have available to us right now is that we can we can try out some new ways of being. Um, and you know just give it a whirl. It's 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 not gonna hurt anyone. And I love the um Oh, so two things. One is one of my favorite sayings of all time was given to me by a friend many years ago who looked at me still at work um, on a Friday afternoon and came over to me at my desk and said, Denise, go home. No one ever died of an academic emergency. (laughs) (laughs) And I hold that very dear. Yeah. And, you know, None of us are going to die of an academic emergency if our kids aren't getting straight A's in the next month or two. 
Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I was just actually looking because, you know, I wanted to sound um, professional um, at a little bit of research before I came online and I'm doing the sneaky thing of having having a quick look at it while while I'm here with you. And it's the investigation of summer learning loss in the UK implications for holiday club provision. Mm-hmm. And I only got like halfway through the abstract because I was late to um, our Zoom meeting, um, <laughs> which says something about what kind of person and parent I am. Um, but actually, it says that, and they only measure, I think. Spelling and word reading across these kids from aged five to ten, um, who were out of school um, in the northeast of England and in Scotland for months, I think some months. And what they noticed about them was that <laughs> when they came back to school, there had been a drop in their learning, but within seven weeks, the result shows. Um, that basically everything went back to normal, if not better than it was before the break. Oh, phew! There are there are parents exhaling all over the country. <laughs> I know. I was yeah. really excited to find this. Yeah. yeah so I, I'll pass it your way because it um it really validates uh, my thoughts and feelings about um, how I'll be homeschooling with my children. And the other one, so I was talking to a colleague in Australia yesterday and, um, and she, they're, they're, they're at school, their kids are at school at the moment. And she said at one point yesterday, her daughter called out, Mommy, Mommy, I'm hungry. And she said, it's two o'clock. What would you do if you were at school? <laughs> and I think that's really important. It's like... We don't have to suddenly become the fixers of every single problem. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. I have got into this habit, which is an interesting thing for me, of packing um, basically I, it's a tray, it's a, a wicker tray, and I, I, I pack it with snacks every day and so that I don't get called all the time away with the I'm hungry call of of the child, of the wild child. I've written um, that down. What's that? I've written that down. I think that's a genius idea. Yeah, so, so they've just got their trays and those are their snacks and um, with a water bottle in it. And uh, they're happy as. I see them carrying their tray with them. Um, yeah. It almost everywhere. <laughs> Look, there's going to be some interesting habits that we take with us after lockdown. <laughs> I know. I'm learning. I'm. 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 I'm surprised at. Um, yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm surprised that I'm starting to implement some stuff in this that I will continue with. Um, and you know, and you know, and 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 those gym moments too. Yeah, and I think that's, you know, let's finish on that note that we are all going to learn. And if we can, if we can all keep channeling our curiosity and, and being curious about what good things we might find out about ourselves or our families and what good things we might want to keep afterwards. Yeah. You know, it's a tough time, but it's not illegal to get something good out of it as well. No, that's right. And, and when it's tough to keep looking for 
that that good those moments yeah yeah Yeah. keep looking for the good so Anna it's been lovely to talk to you today thank you for being with us this is Anna Mill one of the original sparklers and Anna do you want to just tell us to call out the website that people can go to to get more information about sparklers so for sparklers at home it's www.sparklers.org.nz forward slash parenting okay and we will put that we will make that available to um on the or website and our own website thank you our website thank you so much anna and um for more resources and free downloads and real-time resilience you can go to nziwr.co.nz and we will also share the link to sparklers there thanks for joining us and we will see you next time <laughs>